everybody. Welcome back to Coco and Dalts. We're real people bringing you real reviews of all the latest streaming offerings on Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, and HBO Max. I'm not Dalts. And I'm not Coco. And not Coco, what are we reviewing for the people this week? This one is called Crime Scene, colon, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Or if you're British... The Cecil Hotel. You stole my joke. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to start over? I'll totally let you have it. No, I don't, (laughs) actually. Because it's always more charming when you do it. It's more (laughs) obvious when I do it. So this is a four-part Netflix docu-series based on a true story. Well, it's actually a docu-series, so it is a true story, of a young Canadian tourist who goes to L.A., which is where the Cecil Hotel is, and disappears. And they try to figure out where she went and how. And what ends up being the case in, in this uh, particular instance is she, uh, so they, they, can, they think that maybe she was kidnapped. Because the hotel is like on Skid Row, which is not the world's safest place. Right. Especially for like 21-year-old girls. And there's a lot of... Uh, urban legend around it in terms of serial killers who stayed there apparently yeah the night stalker stayed there yeah and there's a lot of uh funny business in terms of was it haunted Mm -hmm. and um and like coco said it's in a nasty neighborhood so there's some bad vibe mojo juju going on around there so it's just all around a bad scene so they're trying to figure out what happened to this poor uh, young woman um and it takes four episodes and they're almost an hour each, right? They're 54, yeah. 58 in that range, mm-hmm. uh, minutes long. And um, we explore all the avenues. And <laughs> during the exploration of these many avenues, uh, we bring in many non-experts from across the internet who have absolutely no credentials whatsoever <laughs> to be talking about this particular case. Right. Not cops, not investigators, no sort of law enforcement credentials, just me sitting at my computer hearing about this case and being like, oh, I wonder what happened to that girl. And then turning into an internet sleuth. Like they do have some of the detectives involved. So they do have some legitimacy there, but it's not the, by any stretch of the imagination, the larger uh, contributors to this particular uh, series. And also one of the guys who is mentioned is also described as a YouTuber. That's his. That's his credential. It says, you know, his name, and underneath it, it says YouTuber. Well, if we were interviewed as internet sleuth experts or something, we'd be like podcaster. And that's true. I yeah. just like to be a tuber. A tuber, <laughs> like a potato. Because then I might want to eat you all the time. Because I'd be like, oh, potato, oh. chop me up and fry me and call me French fries. <laughs> or actually, I'd be Canadian fries. But other than that, so I digress. <laughs> The dog is like, what are all these funny voices? The dog has come to see us now. So uh, that's essentially the basic premise of this docu-series. Four parts investigating the disappearance of Elisa Lam, the Canadian tourist in L.A. Coco, what did I miss? Because you're so good at these summaries (laughs) that... Well, we should actually give some background to the listener first, is that neither one of us wanted to do the summary for this because we both fell asleep during the watching of this show. Right. We watched two episodes one day and then the last two episodes another day, and I fell asleep during the second and fourth episodes. 
I basically fell asleep right when they said this is probably what happened to her. So (laughs) I can, that's why adults did the summary because I'm like, you know, I can figure out based on what I heard when I would wake up for my not offs what Mm -hmm. happened, but adults actually read some spoilers. So adults actually knows so there and then there was at one point during the fourth episode i believe where we both fell asleep at the same time and conked heads <laughs> i don't remember that so i must you, have been really out no, i think i think i remember that happening we were both leaning toward one another and all of a sudden we we're like oh, 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 somebody's got to stay awake here so based on what we're saying about falling asleep during the four episode series you can probably understand uh you can you can probably figure out what i'm about to say which mm-hmm. is it did not need to be four episodes no i I, I did read a couple of things when it first came out uh, saying that it could have been two. Mm-hmm. I think it could have been three. I think, I think it could have been one. <laughs> I think it could have been... Yeah, it could have been a movie. It could have been an hour and a half long, in and out, done. The I So the internet sleuths had nothing to do with it, but I admit I love a good conspiracy theory, and I did actually like... Like, there's some crazy, like, coincidences surrounding mm-hmm. yes. this. Like, yes. she, uh, apparently there was an outbreak of tuberculosis on Skid Row around the time she was there. Uh, the university she went to in Vancouver has, like, the world's foremost TB research mm-hmm. center. University of British Columbia. Yeah, she, uh, the test for TB is called the Lamb Eliza, which is spelled the exact same way as Elisa Lamb. Yep. It's just Reverse. flipped. And I guess the company that owns the Cecil Hotel, their corporate uh, address, if you Google Maps it, the pinpoint drops in the cemetery in Vancouver where Elisa Lamb is buried. Right. So there's a lot of really crazy stuff like that. And that stuff really interested me. But just like a bunch of clips of random people on YouTube talking about, I don't believe the cops when they say it's an accident. Like, give me a freaking break. Well, and then these people like taking it upon themselves to try to solve the crime and going to the hotel and then filming themselves climbing on the fire escape and, you know, going out the window and all doing all these things is like, you know, it's, it's yes, sometimes authorities are not good at their jobs, but they're not <laughs> intentionally trying to not solve the crime. <laughs> like they're what is it what is their interests in doing this? Like I mean, I know there are things that are cover-ups and right. when cops are involved in bad things, I, I understand. I'm not naive that way. But when is a a twenty one year old tourist from out of the out of the country comes there and disappears, like what's the What's the motive? And apparently the TB conspiracy theory was that she was some kind of government agent who like released TB to Skid Row or something. I mean, it was crazy. So yeah, so that's why I was like, you know, not four episodes, maybe three, because I really didn't mind the getting into like that kind of conspiracy Mm -hmm. theory or whatever. But You mentioned after the second episode that the pacing is very deliberate, Mm -hmm. and that is a very diplomatic way of putting it. It's... It's it's very slow. Mm-hmm. It's very sort of plodding. And I understand this is a girl's life that was lost. Yeah. And it's not entertainment. Like, you're, right. there's still kind of a mystery as to what really happened. Mm-hmm. There, you know, people are like, you know, this is our best, not best guess, but like based on all the evidence, this is the best stuff that, you know, we're able to come up with. But yeah, I don't know. It just, it... 
a crazy story like this, I think should have been more interesting. And mm-hmm. instead, yeah, we were just... We were nodding off. We were passing out. I mean, I think that there's respectful background and everything yeah. like that. You want to be... Uh, like I said, respectful and tactful and classy when it comes to somebody's murder and somebody's death. And the family was clearly distraught. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had they didn't have interviews with them, but they had the photo uh, footage of them when they came to L.A. And you can imagine that you know they were they looked like uh, I think from my understanding is that they were first generation Canadians, so they were uh, you know the, their daughter has gone to L.A. on this trip, and they're all worried about that probably to begin with. And mm-hmm. then she has some mental health issues, right? And so there's some challenges there. Like you have to be respectful and all that, but. At the same time, it, the the pace was just way too deliberate, like like you said, I said. And the other thing that I've noticed with a lot of these series where we say that is that they are presented in a very traditional TV way. So the first five minutes is very is almost like an overlap of the last five minutes mm-hmm. of the previous episode, even though they do this, you know, last week on episode two of crime <laughs> crime scene. You know, like they still do the. Uh, synopsis at the beginning or the, or the uh, you know what happened in the previous episode they still do that and you can skip that but even though they do that in the episodes they're still saying what happened they're still catching mm-hmm. you up whereas a lot of people binge watch these so you don't need right. to be caught up on what just happened in something that you just stopped watching three minutes ago right this isn't like all the new stuff on Disney plus that they're you know, a-holes and they release one a week. So you're like, oh, I forgot what happened last week on one division. Yeah, like Mandalorian or whatever. Like, (laughs) oh yeah, I need a little bit of a reminder because it was a week since I've seen Uh it or a week and 10 days or whenever it is you watched it. Right. Um, And so I find that that's kind of useless. Like you could pare those things down and... A lot of these shows, too, that we, we say this, there's a lot of redundant footage in these things. Like, you're seeing the same thing over and over again. Like, I, I just watched uh, The Lady and the Dale, which is uh-huh. a, the documentary on HBO Max. HBO Max about the transgender woman who uh, tried to get a, a car made and all that sort of stuff. I saw in that thing, I saw this photo of her and her family. I must have seen that 17 times. The and- same photo. And that's what, like an eight-part series? It's a four-part four series. Four-part, okay. Yeah, and, and it's the same kind of idea. It's like, okay, I get it. I, in that instance, there's only so many photos you can use, so I get that. But come on, let's just trim things back a little bit, people. Just because we want to have a four-episode series doesn't mean we need to have a four-episode series. And the other thing, and I'm dominating this conversation, so I apologize, but yeah. we have to figure out, like, <laughs> this show, this docuseries, it wasn't clear what it wanted to be. Was it a documentary on the hotel, mm-hmm. which was cool because yeah. it's got a lot of these wacky, terrible, horrible yeah. things happening. Like, it seems like a real dodgy place. So that was interesting. That's what drew me into this. I, th- I thought it was going to be largely about the crazy things that happened at the hotel. Or is it a story about the vanishing of this particular woman? Or is it a story about the folly of internet sleuthing and conspiracy right. theories and all that sort of stuff? Or is it about the solving of a crime? Like, mm-hmm. it just didn't really, there was no one particular place that it went, and that was confusing. I think if they picked one of those storylines and just stuck with it, I think this would have been a much more interesting viewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And uh, one of uh, my my criticisms, and this is just particular to me because I spent seven years in the fitness industry. Um, so Elisa Lam was bipolar, And there was uh, a lot of evidence that she was not medicating as she should have been. 
um, the the few days that she was at the Cecil Hotel, they actually had to relocate her to a different room because she was staying in a shared room and the roommates were complaining about her behavior. And apparently she went to a taping of a TV show, which I hope was not Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> and she caused a commotion there and got escorted off the premises. Right. Um, and I can't remember who said it, but somebody said... Uh, you know, maybe if like the hotel workers, you know, they can see this woman is in distress. And if somebody had said like, hey, are you okay? Do you need to, you know, call your family, blah, blah, blah. Like maybe that would have done something. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know what? Like I worked in the fitness industry for seven years. And if I personally knew a yoga studio member was having a health issue, I would ask them about it. Like, oh, hey, how did your procedure go? Are you okay? Do you feel okay? Do you need to, you know, do we need to not do anything like on all fours and yoga today because, you know, you have knee issues or whatever? Like if I personally knew that person, I would inquire. Mm-hmm. But if it's just a member in a locker room who slipped and, you know, twisted their ankle or something, like, you know, we'll call the, you know, medical authorities for that. But I mean, I'm not, if I just see somebody like randomly walking around the locker room, you know, talking to themselves or whatever. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go up to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right. 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 Like, and especially at a place like the Cecil Hotel, where they were saying 911 would get called from that place like three or four times a day. Right. Like the GM, they interviewed the lady who was the GM of the hotel at the time, mm-hmm. and I loved her interviews, but yeah. she had her freaking hands full. So just, you know, I hate to say it, but just like one girl coming into the lobby and being like, ooh, I'm crazy. You yeah. know, like they're going to be like, okay, just another nut job who, yeah. you know, is staying here. And well, and she even said that. The GM even said that at one point. She's like, it's just something else that happened that right. day. Uh-huh. Like who knows what else? They've got uh, drug overdoses and they've got prostitutes and they've right. got all sorts of things going on in that hotel. Right. And somebody walks through and they seem a little bit off. Yeah. Then that's probably, you know, unfortunately, is the least of their concerns. And maybe there's, you know, somebody with a gun, you know, right, who exactly. shouldn't have it in their room or something like that right like if you if you ask somebody like are you okay and they've got it i mean this is la skid row and they've got a gun like well now you've inserted yourself in a situation that's possibly dangerous right you don't want to get involved in that and you know it's just yeah so i i was i was very nitpicky about that um but yeah i loved the gm the gm's interviews so i could be wrong about this but it seems like she didn't have like a uh hotel management background it seemed like she was a corporate lady yeah. who came in more business yeah when the hotel was sold and the new corporate ownership was gonna try to turn it around and you know make a profit and yeah it definitely seemed like she was in over her head a little oh, yeah. bit with that place like if somebody coming from like a hospitality background maybe might have i mean maybe the same thing would have happened i don't know but they might have been able to get like a better handle on things but mm-hmm. she just definitely seemed like you know, she kind of looks back on those years and, you know, she's just like, whoa, what was that? <laughs> and I wouldn't wonder why she would take that job. Right. Like, you know, that's, if you're going to manage a hotel for the first time, you're going to manage the most notorious hotel in LA? Maybe they threw a ton of money at her and, you know, yeah. she, after 10 years, she was just like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> thanks for, <laughs> thanks for the money, but it's not worth me going to Skid Row every day. Right. And I didn't realize Skid Row was that big. I didn't realize it was a 56 like square block area. So what I also didn't know was it was an actual place. I thought it was just like a a concept. Oh, you know what I mean? Like the the, oh, really? the down and out. Oh, it's Skid Row. Okay, I didn't realize it's it's actually incorporated. I mean, it's part of L.A. Yeah, I knew that. I think uh, a company that we used to work for opened its L.A. downtown offices near Skid Row, oh, but okay. they were saying at the time that maybe Skid Row was 
in the process of being cleaned up, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't mm-hmm. speak to anybody who works in the LA office anymore, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I also know Skid Row as being a Canadian hair metal band starring Sebastian Bach, who has been on Trailer Park Boys. So see how it all comes back to either Canada or Trailer Park Boys. And I have used Skid Row songs in spinning playlists because I used to teach spinning. So mm-hmm. there you go. It's all about Skid Row, actually. That's all right. I have no idea why we didn't know this before. <laughs> um, so apparently this crime scene uh, is supposed to be an ongoing thing. Is they're going to be doing other scenes, other crime scenes, and going to be in- investigating them and, in- in, you know, uh, looking deeper into them, uh, I would say my recommendation to them is do that, but be better. Yeah, definitely. Be a little clearer, be a little bit more concise, and mm-hmm. stop with the like four episodes. We got to have whatever the predetermined episode is, to, you know, despite what the content is. Right. Well, once again, bringing it back to Disney Plus, mm-hmm. the Mandalorian season one got mm-hmm. an eight episode making of documentary, and then. Season two got like one like 70 minute making of. So if Disney Plus can learn like, hey, maybe eight episodes is overkill, then hopefully Netflix can learn that lesson as well and be like, we need two episodes or oh, let's just make like a two and a half hour long movie and call it a day. And that's the thing about these kind of series is like nobody is going to, if they release a two episode docuseries, the next one is crime scene, uh, you know, the the Louvre or something like that. Nobody is going to be like, the, the last one was four episodes. Why is this not two? I feel ripped right. off. Like, it's mm-hmm. just going to be, give me the content as it is predetermined by the content, not as b- predetermined by some boardroom. Is anybody even going to remember this though? I mean, right, right now, the streaming services are churning out so much content, which I know Martin Scorsese hates that movies have been reduced to content. Mm-hmm. But... Right now, streaming services are churning out so much content because we're in the middle of a pandemic and people are stuck at home mm-hmm. and we need to be entertained or else there's going to be riots and cars mm-hmm. being flipped. So right. is anybody even going to remember this in no. six months or a year when they come out with the next one? Like They'll be like, oh, yeah, they did that one when this pops up in their recommended <laughs> list. Right. Right. You know, Be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. But, you know, it's very... I'm going to forget about it by this weekend. Well, and you look back even at some of the old episodes that we've done on Coco and Dolts and some mm-hmm. of the things we've done. Uh, I remember all of it. I don't know about you. I remember every every single one of these episodes is just... Okay, what was episode 73? Uh, Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome if it's actually episode 73. Actually, I know that uh, it, it could very well be a Star Wars trilogy because I remember that the mm. Star Wars prequel trilogy <laughs> was episode 66 because of Order 66. Mm-hmm. Once again, bringing it back to Star Wars. Wow. Order 66 to exterminate the Jedi. So it very well could have been like the Disney trilogy of Star Wars movies. So even when I look at some of our old episodes, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot we watched that. Or <laughs> I remember when that came out, it was a big deal. Yeah. And now I've completely forgotten about it. Right. Yeah. Six months later, we're like, oh. Yeah. It's like the, the churn is unbelievable to, to support your point to back up what you just said. It's like, it's unbelievable the amount of content that's coming out right now. I mean, we're definitely at peak TV mm-hmm. and it's because of the pandemic and also because of all the streaming services. So. And you know what? I'm cool with it. Yeah. I, I don't mind it. I mean, some of the stuff we, we haven't had some, we've had some very big misses in the last little while. Like we've been, we haven't had a lot of huge happy hits that we usually have um the things in terms of what we've reviewed um and this is not one of them obviously this is not a big hit either but there has been some really good stuff come out 
So what would you give uh, grade-wise the crime scene docuseries? I'd give it a four out of 10. Wow. Yeah. That's a failing grade. I wouldn't watch it. I, I, I don't recommend watching it. Wow. What would you give it on a letter grade, Coco? I'd give it maybe like a C minus. Mm-hmm. It the concept is interesting yeah. and the case is interesting. Once again, not to reduce a young woman's life life, you know, to entertainment value, but mm-hmm. all the parts were there. It just wasn't. Mm-hmm. It just didn't add up. Like yeah. if if it could have been reduced and a lot of the internet sleuthing could have been taken out, I think it could have been a lot better. Yeah, me too. It's like the elevator pitch on that one is a tremendous story, and why wouldn't you make that? But at the same time. It's just not. It just didn't deliver on the promise, unfortunately. All right. Got anything else to add? No, I don't have anything to add other than my undying affection for you. Thanks for listening, listener. (laughs) (laughs) You can't see me rolling my eyes, but that's what I'm doing for another episode. I'm not Dolls. And I'm not Coco. Coco.